Hey, what's going on, guys? This is GP. This is the Boom. This is JC. This is Flash. This is Denny Hendricks. And you are listening to. And you are listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to the Run and Gun Podcast. going on man oh man you know i'm just having the quarantine blues understandable understandable but that's okay because you're gonna make it through all our lives we've been fighting (laughs) anyway i'm jc i'm j peeps and welcome to another episode of the Running Gun Podcast. And, you know, now the man, the myth, the legend has finally returned after what's it been really, really been like it's been since you was last on here. It's been how long? It's been like two years almost, basically. It ain't been two years. It's been like a year, basically. It's, it's been less than a year. It's been less than a year. Okay, we'll say that. But it's been a long time. Last time these people saw you, we was getting ready for football season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we was getting ready for football season last time we heard from you. But um, mm-hmm. just tell me where you've been, what you've been doing. Uh, I've been uh, uh, robbing the rich and giving to the poor. There you go, Robin Hood. There you go. Uh, I've been uh, – I've been uh, drinking syrup straight out the bottle. Okay. Uh, All right. I get, my, I get my sports news from CNN now. What? Uh, yeah. I think we all do. Um, let's see. Anything else new? Anything else crazy? I don't know. Uh, well, you know, Bill O'Brien, he acted out of his mind. Well, at least the quarantine don't have me as crazy as Bill O'Brien, right? Yeah, exactly. Of course. Bill Bill O'Brien is that five-year-old that gets a hold of your Madden. You told him don't do anything to it, but then he does something to it. He trade the whole team, release everybody, Mm -hmm. come back, you got no one. Exactly. Bill, what did you do? Oh, I just tampered with a a few things. Just a, just a few things. Just not, nothing major, though. Yeah, no, you, you know. But, you know, let's get right into it. Major League Baseball. Players from all 30 teams form an MLB The Show game. So, you know, like every player, one player from each team is basically representing their team in the baseball video game MLB The Show. So they're playing against, they're, they're playing against another player that represents another team, basically. So it's kind of like what the NBA's been doing with two K. I was about to say. So what? What you think about that? I mean, hey, I guess if people actually want to watch that, then sure. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, you ain't here for me, but uh, the show is trash. But you ain't hear that from me. 
you heard that from somebody else. Not JC. You heard that from uh Bay 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 G. Bay G. Yeah, you didn't hear that from JC. You heard that from Bay G. Wow. Wow. Okay. But um And while I'm on my rant, Madden huh? sucks too. Oh, snap. <laughs> while I while I'm on my rant and while I'm here. And we touching this now. Uh, Madden is terrible. If you still play Madden, I feel bad for you. Um, petition your EA Sports and, and tell them to fix the game to where it's actually good. Make Unders- Madden great again. Understandable. Honestly, you know, I'm Madden- for president on that platform. Now that we're actually on this topic now, because, you know, we can't even really – we can't – ain't nothing really else to talk about, you know, like – I want to be able to create teams again, Madden. Exactly. I want to have a career, like in two K. Like I want to. I want to do. I want to do so much more. They had. They could have done so much more, but instead, they keep giving you the same wash and dry that they've had for a decade now. Yep, and people buy it. Exactly, man. Money talk. Stop paying your money to it. So true, so true. But anyway, what, what's next? I'm I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> uh, American League MVP Josh Hamilton was indicted on a felony charge of the injury to a child. For what? He's indicted charge due to the injury of a child. What happened? I mean, according to ESPN, it looks like. Oh. He's a former Texas Ranger. Well, yeah. What happened though? Like what? What he did? I'm looking it up right now. Prison pieces of prison sentence of two to ten years. Oh, oh, here it is, right here. A child after his teenage daughter accused him of beating her. Mm. Way like beating her or like beating her. Hamilton's attorney says the Rangers Hall of Famer is innocent of the charge. His 14-year-old daughter told her mother, Hamilton's ex-wife, that her father struck her after he became enraged by a comment from her. So, like, he beat her or he beat her? It sounded like he beat, beat her. Oh, well, that's unacceptable. I mean... I mean, it basically says that, like, she made a comment and that he didn't like it and he became enraged. I mean... I I guess I I can understand it I I guess the girl said that at this point she was telling Hamilton I'm sorry upon reaching her bedroom door he tossed the teen into her bed pressed her face on to the mattress and began hitting her legs with an open hand and closed fist hitting her legs with the open hand and wow you got to be real mad to do that you can't be you don't be yeah, see, so he he went, yeah, yeah, he beat beat her. He went, yeah, he facing that man went eight mode savage. Yep, yeah, I see why he he about to get two to ten. He he about he about to. Now I bet you, I bet you, he got a good lawyer. He probably gonna beat the case. Oh, of course, yeah, of course, yeah, he's got a good lawyer. Yeah, yeah, he'll probably beat the case. You right, yeah, but golly. My man's gonna beat that case like OJ, and then you're gonna be like, "Did he do it?" But did he do it? And then there's always gonna be that lingering question. That's true. 
It's very true. But uh, you know what they say, if the baseball glove don't fit, you must acquit. That's a good analogy. I know I'm full of them. You know, I, I didn't took my break. Now I'm, I'm like recharged and, and I got tons of catchphrases and jokes. All right. But uh, on to the next topic, uh, the NBA. NBA teams wanted, the teams want a delayed NBA draft. I mean, I, could have, I mean, you got to. Yeah. Because you don't missed out on March Madness, which is one of the main things that uh, teams base their draft upon. Yeah, because at that point, well, you, see, you get to see the matchup. Exactly. You get to see the top prospects playing against different other top prospects and such. And, you know, yeah, playing out of out of conference and stuff like that. I mean, hey, that makes or breaks names. Very so cool. that's understandable. Honestly, we need to find out the NCAA situation on when they're coming back. That's true. That is very true. I feel like when they come back is what's going to decide um, basically how drafts are going to go. Yeah, I agree with that. That's Except for the, the, the current NFL draft because their season was already unhampered. That's true. But yeah, like the the, the, the MLB draft is going to have to get pushed back. NBA draft going to have to get pushed back. Um, if things were still going on right now, the NHL would have been their playoff system right now. And, you know, NHL would have been – they would have been getting ready for their draft with the NCAA Hockey League getting ready to end after the national championship. I don't understand none of that. Basically saying, yeah, they, they would have been having their national championship around this time right here, here soon. But you know, it's because of the situation at hand, they can't even have their playoffs. But, um, yeah, another news, though, with the NBA, the Bulls and J.J. Polk away, as this, away from the Pelicans as the assistant. Here. He spent 10 years with the Pelicans. The Bulls need all the help they can get, to be honest. The Bulls are terrible. Very terrible. Next. Don't even talk about them. They don't deserve all that time. <laughs> NBA players are going to have a horse contest. Man, I'm going to be honest, man. Why watch famous people play it when you just go play it yourself? Because we're supposed to be in the house and we're not supposed to up with each other. Places and stuff like that during horse. We in the house. So what's going to happen is, is, oh, this is an interesting tournament or interesting little games. Trey Young is going to go up against Chauncey Billings. What are we talking about now? Horse. The NBA is going to have Oh, we're talking about horse. I thought we was talking about, like, playing, like, video games. Oh, no, they're talking about playing horse. Oh. Well, if they can go outside, why can't you not go outside? Oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. Don't, don't get on special treatment. No, 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 no. If they can go outside, then I should be able to go outside. You think I don't want to go outside and play a game of horse or something? Horse crap? Shoot. No, dang well, if the, the law enforcement – 
see me see me outside, they're gonna be like, now you know there's a curfew. But that's not totally not supposed to be outside. It's necessary. But I mean, at the same time, too, you know that that curfew is like it. Well, because we're in Florida, that curfew is like eight or ten o'clock. Well, maybe I want to play some late night horse. <laughs> I don't mean nothing to me. All right, go ahead and go play some late night horse. Well, now I don't want to play no late night horse. Wow, but I mean, the other contestants are. Uh, Tamika Catchings versus Mike Connolly. Honestly, watch her beat him. She's going to beat him. Watch. And then we got... I, I have no response on these. Oh, because it's horrible. It's only thing that's happening. That's true. We got Zach... Le- Honestly, have we gotten that desperate? Uh, I'm going to be quite honest with you. We have gotten quite that desperate. You've gotten that desperate. I have not... I will not sacrifice my dignity to watch a game of horse on ESPN. You was about ready a few a few seconds ago to go run outside to your basketball court and go play horse. Okay, I'm going to play horse, not watch horse. Okay, understandable. The next group, the next contest is Zach Levine versus Paul Pierce. I hope he beat Paul Pierce. The next one is Chris Paul versus Allie Quigley. Oh, we still talking about this horse? Yes, there's a lot of there's a lot of contestants. Oh, that's crazy. Maybe we should skip them. <laughs> Ali Quigley won back to back WNBA three point contest in 2017 and 2018. So yeah, that's all of them. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Bet. Let's on to the next one. Uh, okay. Don't be surprised if we see week one and week two neutral site games move to on-campus sites and everything still goes as planned. Wait, don't be surprised what? Don't be surprised if we see week one and week two neutral site games get moved to on-campus sites. Because some of these neutral site games are in some pretty big-time cities. And with what's going on, you might they may have to cancel these neutral site games and just let them still play them but move them to on-campus sites. They're not going to let them play. You don't think there's going to be a season? If it, if it's still going on, they're not going to let them play. That's insane. Oh, I mean, of course they're not going to let them play. I'm saying if they do let them play. If they do let them play, they're not going to make any changes. I've heard differently. It's the, it's, it's the NCAA. They're not very proactive on anything. They just barely want to play – they don't even want to pay the players. That's true. I saw something where the NCAA said we might just do away with conference. Well, not, not conference games. We might do away with non-conference games. Interesting. But then I I don't know because then they're going to be working their way to try and work Alabama back in. Hey, hey. I mean, honestly, let's be real. Though. Does Alabama ever struggle with their non-conference opponent? Exactly. That was the only that was the only reason that Alabama didn't make it other than an extra loss. But still, that's true. They never have a strong non-conference schedule, usually. And when they do, the teams aren't that strong. For example, FSU, which ended up having a terrible season. That's true. Even Duke last year. 
I mean, it, it never the non-conference schedule never really works out against them or in their favor per se. It's always off of the strength of the SEC. Truth, truth. So now you're technically made, making it harder for other other teams who have to schedule the strong non-conference games because their conference isn't as strong. True. But now let me ask you this. If they do decide to play these games, and you're saying let it still go down in these neutral site cities, what do you do about Notre Dame and Navy who have to play in Dublin, Ireland? you still let them go to Dublin, Ireland, or do you have them play either in Annapolis or do you have them play in – South Bend. Uh, well, I don't think you would send them outside of the country because still your first and foremost uh, priority is the safety of the kids. True, true. And, and I think that borders will still be locked even if they continue, even if it um, opens back up later this year. Um, I believe that borders will still be locked for non-essential trips True. I was just wondering. Now, the other thing regarding fam is um, my theory because the Orange Blossom is supposed to take place the day after, the day after all these like Saturday games are supposed to go down week one. So, on Sunday night, it's supposed to be down in Miami, where fam is supposed to take on Albany State. So, if they move this game to Tallahassee, which they might do. Um, family gets that extra one because family only has three home games this year. So, do you keep the Orange Blossom Classic down in Miami? If you do, that's a huge revenue thing. You make a lot of money going down in Miami because family has a huge following down in Miami. Always have. I mean, but you you also have to base it upon the situation at the time. You don't know because Miami is a very large spot. That's true for coronavirus. So you just have to base it upon when they get there, they get there. That's true. So I'm going to say, honestly, now is kind of uh, foolhardy. Truth. So I'm going to say this now, family fans. If Miami is even in question, you move this game to Tallahassee and you play it in Tallahassee if we have a season. No ifs, ands, or buts. I know that's going to make a lot of people upset. But if you have to, move this game to Tallahassee. And plus the plus the Hurricanes play the day before. But um, also, too, I mean, if things go according to plan, I think a lot of the late season, like mid late season games, like Florida, Georgia, and even the Florida Classic is going to still be played in Orlando, if everything goes accordingly. More than likely. It just depends on the area. It depends on uh, – if this clears up and what's the timetable on that and everything. Truth. Very true. Honestly, in my opinion, they're talking about this going on for at least what? Three more at, at maximum three, four more months. I've heard I mean I've heard May. I've I preferably would say because like, I mean Look, they're saying open the country back up and or no get the country moving again in May. I say wait till the end of June. That way you can make sure like whatever curve they're paying attention to is fully flattened. And then at that same time too, you monitor things closer. 
and then at the same time you're finding the true vaccine but that's just me everybody else wants to say may but i i firmly think that it needs to be june i mean it, it's going to be at least june uh because of the fact that there's no vaccine or anything like that there's there's nothing true and the fact that so many people are asymptomatic true you know you probably have whole troves of people who have it and if you send them out too early boom it, it doesn't help that's very true you're right okay yeah but uh let's get on to the xfl xfl has laid off its employees has no plans to return in 2021 have they officially folded the NFL released the coronavirus to destroy the XFL. You know what? I saw that somewhere. I saw that somewhere. The NFL released the coronavirus to destroy the XFL, man. I saw that somewhere because I saw, I saw the thing where it was like Tom from Tom and Jerry when he opened the door for the cats to come in to go get Jerry, and it had the little meme going where it was like Tom was the end exactly. and it was pointing pointing that way. And it was like exactly. cats for the coronavirus. Exactly. So I'm trying to tell you, man. Honestly, NFL they make a lot of money, man. They, I'm sure they work on some. Uh, honestly, drug. I mean, look, bacteria creation. Look, creation. If if it happens like that, and the NFL returns, that's crazy. That's gonna be crazy because, like, even still, like you know, because. And this is something that never happens because, you know, Vince McMahon owns the XFL. He also owns World Wrestling Entertainment. He already had had shut down everything after after WrestleMania. And here because, you know, WrestleMania was supposed to be here in Tampa. So next thing you know, WrestleMania has been shut down. A few days later, the XFL gets shut down completely. I mean, they'll probably come back. They probably will. More than likely. They probably will. I mean, think about it. He's, he's a businessman. Serious businessman. He just, he just doesn't he doesn't really want the money to be coming out of his pocket right now. Oh, of course. Of course. With no end in sight currently and just paying off people, nah, man, that's how you lose fortunes. Exactly. And then plus the other thing too is you have to factor this in is he's going to take care of World, World Wrestling Entertainment first because that's his first and foremost creation. Well, yeah, but you also have to think about he's going to take care of the XFL because he has a lot of pride on, and pride and money on the line for the XFL. That's true. You don't just bring something. You don't stake your own money and bring something back and risk uh, losing a whole bunch of money only to find a cash cow just to destroy it a year later and never bring it back. You got a point. You're right. You're right. Um, but on the UFC, the fight club, um, Dana White says he will hold his fights on a private island. Hey, tell him he could call me. <laughs> so you finna? You about to go? I'll go fight. I'm gonna go to the island. You gonna go to the island and go fight? Yeah, but he can leave me on the island for a while. Wow. So penalty talk has 
a representative going to the this private island that Dana White has, and I'll go fight. I'll do. I'll I'll do it like uh, what, what's that movie? Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna fight, but I'm a dip. I ain't, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna solve all the world's problems. I'm just fighting for the money. What? <laughs> so you just have to. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to stop no drug ring. I ain't trying to stop no 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 slavery. I ain't trying to stop none of that. I'm going there to get the paycheck, cool out on the island, and then I'm gonna head on back. That's that. I I feel that. I feel that. I'll be rooting for you. I'll be rooting for you. I will definitely be rooting for you. I just gotta get in shape, you know. Gotta get the, gotta get the abs back, you know. Gotta, I gotta start eating raw eggs and chasing around chickens while I had a tiger playing in my ear. You gotta do some jump rope too. Don't forget that. You gotta do jump rope. I'll be, I'll be the, somebody call Apollo Creed. <laughs> Tell him I'm ready. Um, I wasn't ready before, but I'm ready now. Oh my god, you weren't ready before. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, I wasn't ready before, but I'm ready now. You, if you listen in Apollo, uh, I wasn't ready before, but I'm ready now, Apollo. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh my God. Come on. We're going to be champs. We're going to be champs. And we're going to get to chill on the island. I feel that. You ain't got to fight the Russians. You need to say, okay. Now you've been watching too. You've been watching too many movies while you've been in quarantine. But let's let's man. They're not two years set right papers and watch TV. You know, I understand that. I understand that. I've been wondering. I for those y'all don't, that don't know, we yeah, we both in college and stuff. We both getting ready to graduate soon. I've been trying to work ahead, but I can't because my professors they literally lock everything. Yep. I found out that a professor hadn't been posting dates on the discussions. So now I have to catch up and do all of the discussions. SMA, shame on the professor. <sighs> Don't even make sense. I found out that one of my professors, I did the full I did a full assignment, got a full hundred for it. And then the assignment marked me. Mark me wrong, gave me a zero for it, and I thought about it, and she said, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to go look through it, so I'm going to exempt you from that. Tell you, man, it's quarantine things got everybody messed up. Throwing off my degree track, man. Man, ain't throwing mine off. I'm still on track, but I mean, I feel you, though. I feel you. Need to tell them, stop playing around with you. Well, I'm going to roll up in there with Apollo. We gonna roll up in the. I feel it. I wasn't ready before. But I'm ready now, Apollo. I feel that. But on to the NFL. Uh, I'm sure you heard about it. The Texans have traded a fourth round pick to the Rams in exchange for Brandon Cooks. Bill O'Brien. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yep. Bill O'Brien believes <laughs> Brandon Cooks is going to possibly replace DeAndre Hopkins, and then also, too, the Rams have basically cleaned house with everybody. So, he downgraded. Oh, he, downgraded. he downgraded in a big way. But didn't he get that fourth-round pick with the, the David Johnson and DeAndre Hopkins deal? No, no, that was that was the fifth-round pick. Interesting. Yes. 
And so, yeah, it, it's crazy. On the Rams side of things, the Rams have gotten rid of everybody. Todd Gurley gone. Uh, Corey Littleton gone. Clay Matthews gone. Eric Weddle done retired. Um, when I love all that, all that. But they ain't get rid of Jared Goff, though. I know, yeah, they picked that. And that's literally the effects of it all. Jared Goff is still there. Jared Goff taking up all that money is the reason why all these guys are gone. Or well, Eric Butler was going to be gone gone anyway. He retired, and so did Wade Phillips. But the rest of them guys, also Nicole Roby Coleman, he gone too. Hey man, that's what happened when the quarterbacks like what? What's his percentage of the salary cap? Like twenty twenty five. Uh, I think he takes up a large amount in the salary cap, like real large. So say we are going to find this right now. Okay, so Jared Goff is on a four-year, $134 million extension. The deal includes $110 million guaranteed, which will tie Goff to Los Angeles through 2024. What's What's the salary cap percentage? That's what I need. Okay. But anyway, while you look for that, I digress. That's why Dak Prescott wasn't getting paid because of that entire fact of if he takes up the whole salary cap, then you can't sign the rest of the team, right? That's true. Okay. But Cowboys did it too hard. Like at a certain point, they should have just paid the man, honestly, and then tried to work out a, a restructure. That's true. Okay, later on. Here it is. The uh, the cap hit for Jared Goff is thirty six million this year. What's their cap? What's their total cap? I mean, um, the Rams as of right now have one hundred one hundred fifty six million in cap liabilities next year. If the salary cap liabilities. If the salary cap rises to 215, as over the cap has projected, the Rams will have more than 58 million in cap space. I mean, that's understandable, but now this just puts more emphasis on them building through the draft. Yeah, and they're going to have to. I mean, honestly, I kind of saw Todd Gurley kind of getting worse and worse because of his arthritis. So I understood why they brought in uh, Henderson, but, you know, I'm. I I understood that move, but the rest of them, like Clay Matthews and all them dudes, like that was that was a surprise. And then also two minutes later, Akeem Talib has gone to Miami. They traded him. I I find it curious with Atlanta picking up Todd Gurley and treating him like he's going to be the feature back because they got rid of Devontae Freeman. Well, I know that, but still, like it, he he can't take that many carries. Like he's not going to be your feature back. Oh yeah, he's not. It's just not possible. He's not at all. They're gonna have to. Drive. As much as I wish for him, you know, uh, he's a great player and everything, but it's just it's just not possible with his knee situation. He's not gonna take two hundred plus carries. For that's true. They, like I said, they they got to draft somebody. Atlanta has to draft somebody. But indeed, say again. I said indeed. True. 
But uh, as I digress, um, Drew Brees turned down ESPN and he had signed the contract with NBC. The contract goes into effect after he announces his retirement. Yeah, I saw that. He probably just he just wanted somewhere nice to go. He just oh yeah, of course. That's what he wanted to do. He's doing what a lot of guys are doing. He's just uh, he's going into his TV career right away. I'm not worried about it though. You know, ESPN. If you listen to y'all, could call me. I wasn't ready before, but I'm ready now. I'm ready now. We can talk about that contract. We can talk about an extension. You know, in a couple of years. You know, ESPN. I'm just saying, you know, we can we can get to work, ESPN. We can get to work. Tis true. Tis true. All right, I I plug myself in my contract. We good. We good. Although you know, I am the the young the young Stephen A. Smith. So you know, I just gotta throw that out there too, so they understand. You know, I got value. Wow. So, so speaking of this, uh, you young Stephen A. Smith, have you seen your have you seen your burner account on Twitter? which one? Your Stephen A. Smith burner account on Twitter. I have not seen it. Oh yeah, you should go check recently. You should go check it out. It's pretty good. I haven't seen it recently. Oh yeah, you need to go check it out. Oh yeah. Oh, Lord. Also, too, if you were a GM, do you pick Justin Herbert over Tua? It depends. What's my situation? Give me a team. Uh, you are basically either the Chargers or the Dolphins, and you need a quarterback. Don't the Dolphins have? Uh, they have Dolphins have Fitz Magic, right? They got Fitz, but I mean, let's be real. Is Fitz going to play forever? Probably not. I mean, regardless, it, it doesn't really per se matter because regardless, you're not getting a day one starter out the gate. Um, but I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with the is to a healthy conversation about his Tua is healthy now. But the thing is, Tua has he's told people he's had three, he's had three procedures, but in reality, he's had five. And that's that source comes from uh Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. Well, I mean, honestly. Injury is such a question. Um, if I'm the Chargers, I'm going with the Herbert deal and I'm trading for Cam or I'm signing Cam Newton. I can see that. Mind you, though, they already have a, they already have a Taylor on roster. I mean, he was okay in Buffalo. True. He wasn't nothing to like be no superhero about, but he was okay in Buffalo. That's true. I mean, would you rather have Tyrod Taylor or Cam Newton? I'd rather have Cam. I'm about to say. So then you get you get Cam, you got Tyrod Taylor, and then you, you drive Herbert to work to work behind these quarterbacks. Facts. Get you some good depth in there for just in case Cam doesn't come back and he's not fully healthy, and for just in case Tyrod Taylor falters in that situation. That's true. Now let me ask you one more: If you're the Bengals, or I go after James. What? Yeah, honestly, honestly, I would I would agree. I'd say go after James. My thing is with James is. 
if I'm him, I would either go to Chargers or I would go to Pittsburgh and back up Big Ben because you got the same body type. Or I take a two year deal with, with Pittsburgh on low money. True. Or my third option would be I'd come back to Tampa and back up Tom Brady. They don't want it. That's true too. I don't want it. Honestly, I take a low deal, go sit behind, go sit behind a quarterback and learn learn sit behind Ben Roethlisberger, learn learn from him. That's true. And then take over take over Pittsburgh with Mike Tomlin. I agree. I fully agree. And plus Pittsburgh, I think, would accept him way better than Tampa ever did. Just because of like the relationship he has with um with Terry Bradshaw and plus I think him and uh him and Mike Tomlin would get together on really well. But um as I digress, I got I got a question for you. If you're the GM and Miami has been offering all three of their first round picks in exchange for your number one overall pick, do you do you make that trade? No. Cause that's really what's been going on. And the Bengals have been hearing offers. But I don't know if they've entertained anyone. You know why? Because you need a quarterback. And it doesn't get any better than this. It's like Cleveland. It's like the Cavs. I mean, with with the LeBron James pick. You get the you get the hometown kid. You get the best I don't know, one of the best players in the draft with a lot of upside. You could say um, we're back in the draft. You could say that. It's a it's a risk, granted, seeing as his he hasn't consistently year to year been able to put up big numbers. But that's true. You got to take Joe Burrow because I saw this on ESPN too, and it's funny. What if he? What if you don't grab him and then he he wins? Yeah, that's the other thing too, because you you are going to mightily. That's you're going to mightily regret it if you pass that up. Yeah, you think about what could have been. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Because I mean, it it kind of relates back to the thing that Peyton Manning told the the Colts going into the draft. He said, "If you don't take me, you're going to regret it for the rest of my career." So the Colts made that decision and they went and got him. But you know. That is – that's something to seriously think about. I mean, if, if if I'm the Bengals, I hold on to that pick, and then I just build through the draft. I get some offensive linemen. I add on to my defense. I'm probably – I'm drafting a linebacker and a safety for sure. I'm building up my team as best as I possibly can. I'm putting as many good guys around McCully Culkin as I can. Joe yeah, Burrow. I understand. Yeah, I would. I would definitely do that. That's just that's just me though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't risk it. No. You don't do that. I mean, unless I mean, now I can understand if you in that position and you got a quarterback and you like, okay, well, I mean, we can always trade back and pick up some picks. Then I I understand that, but you don't you don't gotta you know. You don't got to, like, do all that now. But now that we've concluded that, 
the the trivia with the bug hello this is the bug and i have another trivia question my trivia question to everybody out there is how many pro teams did bo jackson play for that includes baseball and football how many pro teams did bo jackson play for and that's it as you've already heard from the bug you know how many teams did bo jackson play for football and baseball related and mind you he left one team at the altar shameful on that team for what they did to him but that's going to do it for me i'm jay peeps that's JC. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Running Gun Podcast. If you have not already, follow us on Facebook at Penalty Talk. Follow us on Twitter at Penalty Talk. Follow us on Instagram at Throw Flags. And if you ever need to get in contact with us, that's uh, flag, and flag on the play sports at gmail.com. Yes. And if you have not already, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Penalty talk. Let's get those enough. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, welcome. Yes, welcome. If you're listening to this or wherever you're listening to this from, yeah, really. Anchor, wherever you're listening to this from, thank you for joining us. Yes, even if you're listening on um, on SoundCloud, we welcome you. Thank you so much. Indeed. Take care. During the entire recording of this, we just want you to know that we were maintaining social distancing. Hot. Psych. I'm standing right next to someone. Okay, he is. I'm not. But we make it. We were we were more than six feet apart. We were miles and miles apart, actually. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But the distance isn't far enough to keep us away. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> but you guys, you guys can take care. Stay safe. Got me easy. Yep. We'll see you on the next episode. They try to take my floor, I take their ass for ransom. I know that I'm gone. They see me blowing up, now they say they want some. I got two twin vibes, turn you to a dancer. I see two twin eyes, leave them on a band. Uh.